So, Rabotai, first of all, welcome Hazaku Baruch to the uh, Ini family uh, on the breakfast this morning in honor of Lara and Jason Laboz, Raquel and Jacob Ini, and who else, Sammy? Yes, yes, Hazaku Baruch. Okay, um, so tonight, today I wanted to talk about one moment, a frozen moment in time in the parasha, and it's a, a very powerful moment. After the Akedah, so the entire story of uh, Avraham and Yitzchak, and Yitzchak has come within an inch of losing his life, quite literally. And it was after these things. And it was told to Avraham, There were children also, your brother, Nachor, who he left back uh, in Aram Naharaim, that brother, he had, uh, he's got, he had children also. And you know what? His children had a child, and now here you are. You're looking for a shidduch for your son, for Yitzchak. There's a girl out there. Her name, as it ends, it talks about Rivka. So there's this girl, Rivka. Maybe you should send Eliezer to go find out if someone in your, in your, in this, in your extended family is, uh, is a good shidduch for your son, for Yitzchak. They're cut from the same cloth. They're the same type of people, maybe, that's the idea. Maybe you should go check it out. Rashid points out on those words something magnificent. What does it mean that after these things, after these words, Avraham was looking for someone to introduce to his son Yitzhak? What is after these words? I want to read you what Rashid says. And I have to tell you, it's a heart stopper, this one. Rashid says, Bishubo When Avraham returned from Aramoria, Abraham was thinking to himself, and saying, If my son was killed in this whole story, he would have passed from the world without ever having children. I should have made sure that he was introduced to someone, that he had a chance to meet someone. A little bit earlier in Isha, a woman, from the sons of one of my friends, from the daughters of one of my friends. So once Abraham had this thought, this painful thought of what would have been, what could have what would have happened if things would have taken a bad turn. After that, a thought appeared in Abraham's head. Akadosh Baruch Hu sends him a message. He has someone bring him this information. And that's what it means. These are what it means when it says after these things. What are these things? And I thought to myself, what an unbelievable concept. Yitzhak Avinu is now going to be put on the fast track to find his, his nasib, the person to marry. He's going to be stuck on this, uh, on this uh, you know, on this train of Shiduchsville, okay? Why? Because his father had a thought, and his thought was, what if? What would have happened if Yitzhak would have died and we wouldn't have had a chance to get married, to have children. What would have happened if that would have been my fault? You know, we say an unbelievable lie, and it says, Rishaim, wicked people, Mele'im harata, are full of, of regrets, haratot, are full of guilt, are full of regret. What would have happened if I didn't do it this way, if it didn't work out the way that I wanted it to work out? I think that there are two types of people in this world. The people who seek out important things in their life because they come at it from regret, from pain, 
when they realize that their family dynamic is about to break down, that people, kids are going to move out of the house, then they realize they need to change. They need to be a little bit less harsh. They need to be a little bit more loving, understanding, accepting, right? There are people whose motives, whose lives are fashioned and created by guilt and regret. And there are people whose lives are fashioned and created not out of guilt, not out of regret, out of regret but out of love out of an opportunity where a person looks at themselves and says, what do I actually want? And they make sure to go and chase it, not after it seems like it might never have happened or disappear, but it's something that they want and they chase. Abraham's moment over here of regret of what would have happened if spurs him to do the right thing. But perhaps a better way of doing it as we're learning from this line, Rishaim Mele'im Haratot, is that actually the opposite way around. Now God forbid, we're not saying that Abraham made a mistake. There's very deep reasons as to why Yitzhak could not have married earlier. According to the, uh, the Ora Hayim, Yitzhak Hasadik, up until this moment, the moment of the Akedah, was unable to give birth to children. And that was why Abraham did not marry him up until this point. After the time of the Akedah, when God blesses Yitzhak, that he's going to have many, many children, there's going to be a continuity to the Jewish people. So now Abraham felt that Yitzhak was ready to marry. But that doesn't take away from this idea that we see this thought process of Abraham. What would have been if? What would have happened if? And I want to share one thing, why it's so important to come at things, not from regret, but from a forward-thinking perspective, where you decide what you want. Number one, that, re- that, mis- that perspective is a reactive one. It means it puts a person under a pressure, a time pressure. It puts a person under a, a pressure of guilt, as opposed to finding the person that they want. They think to themselves, I need to find someone. What will happen if I get too old to have children? What will happen if, what will happen if? But beyond that, we are taught an unbelievable lesson. When a person is in a state of happiness, they are expansive. You feel very large, and it's interesting how these terminologies, they play out in language, they play out in the way that we feel. When we're happy, our chest, we expand, we're like this, our face, even in a physical level, the mouth, when a person is smiling, expands. Isn't that interesting? Now, this idea, it's brought down in the Gemara and Gitin. It says, Shmu'atova Tiddashen, right? The, a good hearing. It expands, the, expands the, the bones, the bone structure. You stand up straight, your back stretches out, your shoulders come. What happens when a person's in fear or angry? The exact opposite happens. He turns into almost going back to a fetal position. Because when we're angry and when we're hurt, we feel like we're children again and we're incapable of dealing with anything. So we go back to a moment where everything was done for us. We want someone else to fight our battles, someone else to feed us, someone else to change our diapers. Right? So when we're in an expansive mode, we think big. We see the best in people. When we're in a negative mode, we see the worst in people. We become cynical, we become uh, negative. And in that space, it's very difficult to make the right decisions because you're not actually seeing things in a correct perspective. You're seeing them through some sort of skewed negative glasses. I want to add one last biracha. The pasuk says, Harchev picha v'amaleu. So everyone says, Harchev picha, open up your mouth wide. Open up your mouth wide, va'amaleu, and I will fill it. So everyone, when they think of that, what do they think? They think of a person whose mouth is open wide to be able to eat something, for someone to dump in, I don't know, a lot of jelly beans or mlebbas, whatever it is that you might eat in your culture, right? 
So that's how we think of it. But the funny thing is, try it with me. Take your mouth, take your mouth and open it wide. Watch what happens. As you open your mouth wider and wider, on the width of it, it actually gets more narrow. So harchev picha v'amaleu doesn't mean open your mouth up wide. What it means is, how does your mouth look when it's at its widest? When a person smiles. Harchev picha, be in a state of joy. And when a person's in a state of joy, then the blessings of the universe, they emanate, they, uh, uh, they are attracted, they're magnetic, and they come to you instead of you needing to chase them. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.